What's going on everybody? Welcome to the MLM Secret Info Show. My name is CJ Flood and today we're talking about uh, being the person to follow. So I'm sitting at the airport at the moment on my way to Sydney, which is you know, always a good thing for me. I get to go down and pick up my son, spend some time with him, um, which I'm really excited about. But what I actually want to talk to you guys about is something that happened to us over the past couple of weeks. For those of you who don't know, we've just recently had the Commonwealth Games here. Um, we were very fortunate where we got to go and watch some of the, the um, events. Um, ironically, two of those events were, or two of the times, was actually athletics. Now, for somebody that has zero interest in athletics, it was uh, interesting, but I was really just keen to go along and see the, the medal ceremony and, and see what happened for uh, you know, that whole process and experience that. And I'm so glad I did. So we went along, we got to experience that, which was amazing. But the, the thing I want to talk to you about was being the person to follow. How do you become the person to follow? And what I learned when I was at the Commonwealth Games was friggin' amazing. So we were literally standing or sitting right over the top of the um, men's high jump. And they were, they, they were basically, you know, in the, the last stages of like, I don't know if it was, they had to go through a heat process to get to that, but they were competing for the medal. Whoever won this round was gonna win the medal, right? And um, there was a, a, an Australian guy in there uh, by the name of Brendan Stark, I believe it was. Um, there was a couple of other, um, you know, countries in there that were, and it was just interesting to, to watch them go through the process and warm up. So they're all warming up. They've, some of them, I swear to God, they were running like a hundred meters before they were even looking <laughs> at jumping over the bar. Um, but you know, these guys, like the bar started off at two meters, uh, which is crazy. Like for for you Americans out there, that's what uh, you know, six feet, kind of eight inches thereabouts, somewhere around there. Um, but it, it was crazy. That's where they started, right? So that's where they started, and it was really, really interesting to watch. So when I'm talking about, um, you know, they going through this process of warming up, and, and at the same time, it was interesting to see what happened because the crowd started connecting with people, with these athletes, and the more the athletes participated and gave to the crowd, the more the crowd gave back, you know, um, so there was like this building of this this connection, This they were basically building an audience in a very, very short period of time, and so for those of you that have been to the athletics before, you know, or seen it, you, you know the rhythmic clap, I don't know what whatever the hell you call it, you start off real slow, clap, 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 and as they get closer and closer, you get faster and faster and faster. So it was really interesting. A lot of these athletes were doing it, which was great because it got the crowd engaged. But the thing is, um, the the difference that I noticed between the top three guys, so the guys that won gold, silver, and bronze, was the fact that the so they wouldn't just clap, 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 and then expect that the crowd was watching and then take over they would actually set the pace and hold it for them so that they would, you know, actually get the crowd really engaged. Now, it was it was amazing. It was friggin' amazing because we got to see 
the Aussie kid win, um, you know, which was incredible. So it's um, it's been something that I've always wanted to see. And then on top of that, what happened was the fact that we got to watch these guys go through this process. So the Aussie guy, what he would do is he would get there and he would... You're going to have to excuse me, guys. The beauties of being in an airport, right? So he would start clapping and everyone would follow suit. But he wouldn't just clap once, twice, three times. He would hold it. So for those of you that don't know, I learned all this in the time that I was at. So they've got 30 seconds to complete their jump, which isn't really that long after all. And then in that time, they've got to do, um, you know, make sure that they actually complete it, get over the bar, you know, and like that's, it's that time to get over the bar. They, they can't just start their run up. Do you know what I mean? At least from what I could see. So they would start their run up and they, they're going, doo, doo, doo. The, the crowd's getting in it. But what happened with the Aussie guy is he was, he would start the rhythmic clap real slow, like half the cadence of everyone else. Clap. 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 And he would hold it long enough to actually get the, the, the crowd on the same cadence as him. Now, you could imagine in Australia at the Gold Coast, you know, doing this for a, an Australian athlete. Like, the friggin' stadium came to, to life. Now, it's no... Uh, it's, <laughs> I don't even know if you could call it a stadium compared to some of the big ones around the world. Um, but it was, it was amazing, you know. It was just... And the whole, whole stadium was... Doom, doom. And it took, he literally waited until it got to the complete other end of the stadium. And it maybe took 10 seconds of his, his jump time off him. But he knew it because it was just so worth it for him to be able to get that audience behind him and engage. Because he knew that he had support. He knew that he had somebody backing him. And at the same time, like, everyone in that stadium was going to follow him at the same time. Because it was, it was like this... This crowd mentality set in, the, the group mind set in, um, you know, there was all these different lessons that came out of it. And like, as he would start running, the whole stadium would clap, 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 clap. And like, I'm, it's deafening almost. And then all of a sudden he'd clear it and the whole stadium would erupt. And like, the atmosphere was amazing. And it was just, there was such a strong emotional connection. You wanted him to win so bad that like even talking about it now you know it, it takes me back to that like I go back to just wanted him to win so this is what happens when you build an audience is you actually get a, a group of people behind you that want you to win but also at the same time you feed them so it goes both ways and this is the same as all relationships it's give and it's take you know you can't have one without the other you can't just take 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 and you can't just give, 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 you know what I mean? Like, you can't just give value to your audience day in and day out and not expect them to, you know, give you something back in return, like some, some value as in money, you know? You give enough to enough people and you'll get enough money back. Do you know what I mean? So this is this amazing thing that happened and it was so interesting to watch it play out because I'm talking like it was a matter of... I think the whole high jump event went for like two hours, three hours tops. And it was just amazing to see this whole thing play out in its entirety in that time frame. So it was just really, really cool to watch this 
this connection develop in such a short period of time and like by the end of it I, I was in the same thing like I just wanted him to win so much it was ridiculous now pretty much no one there had any idea about <laughs> the high jump like we just didn't I went because it was the Commonwealth Games and it was in my home city but most and most people were like that it's like oh we'll just go along for the experience but what you don't realize is the fact that even though I had no idea like zero I had no knowledge about high jump other than you jump over a high bar like that was all I knew you know and <laughs> by the end of it like oh it, it was the only sport that you could compete in as far as I was concerned yeah it was like we were so emotionally connected to that that event and also to the the people I don't know if this is going to actually work because I keep having to record little sections but we were so connected to the the sport and the athletes it was phenomenal like you know to to watch this Aussie kid win it was amazing it was one of the most heartfelt things that I've ever seen and the thing was that was so brilliant behind it was everyone wanted him to win whether they were whether he was up against a you know so like we had a couple of people that were from England and England was also in the the, the final and they were like cheering him on and stuff like that but when the Aussie bloke came up or anyone else for that matter got up you just you just cheered you just wanted them to win you wanted people to do the best that they could so it was a completely different um, point of view to most sport where it's like talking about how you like you're for your team and against their team like you're against them and it's no it's bad you know what I mean like you can't do that you can't you want them to lose and they suck and la 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 this was like completely different everyone just get out there and crush it as much much as they can and you know the best athlete will win and nobody felt bad about that nobody had any angst about that there was no nothing it was it was just quite a strange paradigm and we found that even when we went to the hockey so we went to the hockey and uh, we watched what do we watch we watched South Africa and Canada play in the women's qualification um, for the hockey and it was interesting like obviously the stadium's majority full with Australian people but the thing is what happened was the Aussies were cheering just as hard for them as what they would for their own team like I had no again no idea about hockey either I just went along to experience it and I can honestly say it's something that I thoroughly enjoyed so guys when you're building the, the whole point of this the whole whole point right is when you when you're building an audience you've got to develop a connection you've got to get a common goal in mind for not only you but also for your audience so what you've got to understand is that you need to have actually have a common goal the same goal that you have should be the same goal that your audience has which is a real bit of a paradigm shift for some people so for me like you know my goal is to have a thriving MLM business that is built purely on automation and qualification so that through an online platform that like that's that's my goal so that I can actually have some duplication within my team and not be tied to my business 
because that's what I ultimately want. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably like, you know what, man, that, that, that sounds really good, actually. Like, if you're here now, you're probably going, yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is that I want. So, like, I've been in marketing now for about uh, probably, what, coming on seven, seven years or so, six, seven years. I've been around marketing. And interestingly, I've been watching... Um, you know, and learning for a long time, but it's only now that I'm actually just starting to apply some of this stuff to my own MLM business. So this whole podcast, this whole podcast platform is to build an audience, gain followers and connection and people that were willing to work with you and that genuinely want to work with you to, to build that. On top of that, it's to also you know, then make it happen where you can transition people from a uh, an audience position through a process to become a paying team member of your MLM. What a crazy damn concept! You know, so this is this isn't social media prospecting like this. So much more than that. So much more than that. You know, if you're thinking that social media prospecting is going to be the thing that allows you to get an online MLM business, you, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. You just it's just not going to happen you're going to end up being tied to your friggin' Facebook and Instagram account, not anything else. So this is about generating some true duplication and documenting that process so that you guys can start to do the same thing. I want you guys to understand the things that I understand. You know, watching, watching Brendan Stark win gold at the Commonwealth Games was probably one of the most profound lessons that I've had in my marketing career. And I'm trying to sum it up in a podcast, but I tell you what, it's, it is beyond anything that you can fathom. Like, if you're thinking that I've just rambled on for 15 minutes about, you know, the Commonwealth Games, well, yeah, there's a bit of that, but also at the same time, there's so much more that you've got to understand that there's the, the hidden, the, not the hidden message, but the message that lays underneath is so much more.